Robinson, who's in the slot. Look in that direction on a slam. Huge hit. Ball picked off. The Volunteers of the Carroll make an interception. Jawan Mitchell. They call him Juju. The discrepancy. Schuster, they were going to take a shot, but he's hit by Nelson. And Nebraska has picked up the football. Their first takeaway of the game. Wells, way down the field. It is into coverage. It is intercepted. It is over. Lamarian James has sealed the victory for Old Dominion. Welcome back to Debbie IDP Ground. This is Hollywood chopping justice. What's going on, guys? Not much, man. How you doing tonight? Doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing well on this take two. You introduce <laughs> us in the wrong order. Like, so justice is mm -hmm. on the top right, so he's gonna say hi next. And then I say hi. So like you should like do it like in the right order. So you yeah, say, hey, Hollywood. Justice, you had, how are you? You had two chances to get it right and you still and messed it up. You go hey, all, all cattywampus. We established like several episodes ago that the person on the top would be next and then I would go last. Save the best for last. Hmm. Okay. Go hmm, me. <laughs> Bro. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, we don't have much news and notes, so we'll run through these quickly. Because I know that Brock likes it so well. He wants to talk about that Bailey kid from Missouri. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I've got that on here. Anyway, Alabama suspends its true freshman, Tony Mitchell, after he was arrested for drug charges and running 144 miles an hour and all that good stuff. We had much better banter around Tony Mitchell and Tony Montana and everything last time. So <laughs> they'll just be like the lost episode, the lost take of it. So well, we talked about it's probably better for Caleb Downs, right? You know, not that he needed help, but right. it kind of elevates him a little bit more. And Alabama losing the three safeties, uh, Branch, Battle, and Helms. You know, they, they definitely could use some help there. So that's not good with Mitchell getting in his trouble either. So, yeah, it's definitely uh, hurt him. I think I, he's got to miss sometime, I'm sure. I guess it kind of depends on what the. Uh, I mean, I guess ultimately, like he get kicked off the team, right? Lose his scholarship. Yep. Kid, yep. that'll kick in. You don't have to. I mean, unless he like freaking raped Saban's daughter, he's probably fine. <laughs> God. Oh my gosh. And we're gonna go down. We're gonna go downhill from here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I set the precedents earlier, so it's not completely your fault. But um, and then Travis Hunt or the rule changes. Sorry. Um. You can visit with juniors 11 months earlier, so almost a year earlier now. You can initiate phone calls at the end of their sophomore year. 
and you get eight total in-person off-campus visits and only three can be used in their junior year. So um, I think I was talking about Bailey, your boy, your boy Bailey from that got the DUI. Well, I was going to, but somebody erased it. So (laughs) was it me? It must've been the freaking hacker must be going. Chad Bailey linebacker from Missouri got a DUI. He's suspended from the team. Yes. I'll give anybody a dollar if anybody could tell me like three things about Chad Bailey. I, I never heard Chad Bailey, but so the only That's Missouri linebacker I knew was Ty, Tyron Hopper. He actually had fifty some tackles the last two years. So Bailey did. Yeah. Little did I know. That's about as uh, irrelevant as irrelevant gets. So yeah, I don't know. Hollywood might draft them in DWC next year. So. He probably would. Nah, he only drafts like G5 guys or fucking Division 2 guys. <laughs> FCS, Division 3. Trying to give you guys a fighting shot. But he might sit out this year and, and show up at like freaking Abilene College or whatever the hell it's called in Hollywood to be on his radar then. That's right. Abilene College. Him and, him and Perma can fight over those kids. That's right. <laughs> Gotta have some fun somehow. Back to the rule changes. Like, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Chop said it during the first take. Like, it's just legalizing what's already being done. Yeah. Makes it more official. Or if that's a thing. But, yeah. Uh, and then we talked about Travis Hunter, the cornerback for Colorado, who followed Dion from uh, Jackson State out there to the Buffaloes. And he's reported to be putting – the majority of his focus this spring on improving as a wide receiver. Super talented athlete can do pretty much anything he wants to. Do you guys think he's going to make a full down switch to wide receiver? Is this just like a Dion thing where he kind of plays both here and there and, or just does he stay at corner or defensive back? I think if he, he probably has like the athletic ability to play either one, but I think in this day and age, you need to commit to something, right? I mean, naturally, I think corner corner is probably what he is. And if he wants to play receiver, though, he should probably just, like I said, he should go tell uh, Coach Prime that he wants to be a wide receiver and drop the defensive back thing and just work him out there and let him grow there and see what he does. But uh, I don't uh, – there's too much skill in the NFL right now to have someone playing both sides of the ball. Too much skill in college football to have someone playing both sides of the ball. I mean, you got you got to focus on a trade and commit to it, in my opinion. And if he doesn't want to do that, I think it's just going to hinder his development in both. So, yeah, I mean, I know some people think like if he if he wants to play wide receiver, he'd be like, you know, top three wide receiver, or you know, just based on his athletic mm-hmm. ability, I assume. So. Yeah, I got to imagine now that we're in Colorado, we can see some of those measurements come out a little better than we could Jackson State. But, but yeah, um, it was a short week on the news and notes, so not very much going on. So For IDP we'll leagues, that would be good, right, if he plays receiver? Because you, you could get, you know, points, offensive and defensive points for the kids, so. Well, if you, if you play in those type of leagues, I mean, there's some leagues they don't 
if you play offense, you don't get the defensive points, right? If you play defense, you don't get the offense. Which yeah, I yeah, they stupid. play the position you start them at. I don't know if it all like transfers over and stuff, but I think. Uh, well, I know our leagues because I do the scoring for defense. If if you started him as a defensive back, he will get the points as a receiver. Yeah. Now, if you start him as a wide receiver, um, you're not going to get the defensive points because I don't score the offensive players. So. Well, I don't know. Like, I mean, I know he's gonna. They're putting some focus on him there, but you know, doesn't that feel like a, more of a a scripted ten play a game thing kind of thing or something like that, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. they, they kind of did that with Charles Woodson, didn't they? I mean, didn't Michigan? Well, it'd be interesting to go back and see like what what, what were his uh, offensive snaps last year at Jackson State because I know he played some wide receiver there too. He had, I know he had, I want to say he had like 180 yards, a couple touchdowns. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, I don't think it's a ton of snaps. It's kind of like we're going to throw him out here and, you know, at key situations. And he's probably one of those things when he's in there, the defense is going to focus on him and whether he's the target or not. Right. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's going to matter. And I'm sure it's a plus, but yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know. I think for his, his long him long term, he should probably just focus on something and stick with it, you know. But who knows how much of a, you know, he might just be flirting with wide receiver a little bit. Well, the other thing that probably factors in is you know Colorado isn't exactly uh, overflowing with talent. Yeah, then you got some holes everywhere. So that could be part of the uh, the reasoning. Well, well, like I said, short week for the news and notes, so. We'll move on to our topic for this week, which is transfer portal part two, linebackers and safeties. Uh, we kept the same conferences that we had last week. We're just swapping, swapping positions here. So ACC, ACC, I had – mine's very short. Um, Keenan Peely, Tennessee from BYU, uh, three-star, 57 outside linebacker, played four years at BYU. 190 tackles, 95 solos, 11 TFL, TFLs, and um, had 72 tackles in 2020 and 62 in last year. So, um, is he starting next to Beasley? I think so. Yeah. If not, he's going to be that third guy. And with Beasley being the only mainstay, I got to imagine they're going to use a heavy rotation there anyway. So, right. Because they had, well, what was it last year? Mitchell, Beasley, and, and, um, <laughs> Oh gosh, what's your boy's name in the draft? Well, I mean, um, Banks. Banks. Those are the three, right? Yeah, those were the three last year. Yeah. I don't even know what Peely's doing. So, like, class of 2016. Right. He's been around. Well, he probably he probably he went to BYU, so he might have served a mission. Well, that, that okay. So well, he's fucking, he did he's, serve he's a like mission. fucking 25 years old. Like, who gives a shit? I mean, if you can't go to the NFL after your 23rd birthday. Then you should no, just but he go can help. He might might be able to win an SEC championship, maybe. And Tennessee ain't winning no damn SEC championship. Come on. <laughs> starting freaking lanky ass Nico back there at fucking quarterback. No, they're they starting start Bazooka up. Joe, man. Bazooka okay, Joe, buddy. Yeah, that guy sucks. He's worse than I'd rather start the freaking freshman more over him. Nah, Bazooka Joe's gonna have a year. No. Yep. 
come on. He's gonna throw more. He's gonna throw more picks by week five than is even manageable. Well, what, what if it clicks, right? What if it clicks for him? It won't. Well, people been, said it wouldn't. People said been, the same thing about Joe Burrow. People said the same thing about Bo Nix, right? So he's I not. Say he's it's not impossible. even on the level of those guys. Like I've seen enough of him think he sucks. If you think Joe Milton's worth anything, then I, I'm sorry. Come on, man. <laughs> Me. I don't know. I'm just saying. Like, I thought Joe Bo Nix sucked too. And look what he did last year. Joe Milton. Bo Nix at least showed some flashes and stuff. What has Joe Milton shown? He couldn't even win the fucking quarterback job at Michigan. Joe Burrow sucked too before he went off, but you know. No, go no. Joe Milton couldn't even win the quarterback job at Michigan. Joe Burrow couldn't win their quarterback job at Ohio State. Well, who did Ohio State have then? Justin Field? Know, Justin Field. Yeah, come on. They're <laughs> like oranges to freaking coal, you dumbass. <laughs> Joe Milton. They can take Joe Milton, Keenan Peely, and freaking Tennessee's head straight to a freaking seven and seven season. I think I think you need to make a bet with Chop Hollywood about Joe Milton. Make a bet. What bet do you want to make? That he sucks? Okay, I'll bet that. Well, what's gonna be the determining factor if Me? he sucks or not? I'll just you. watch a game and I'll tell you. He said me. <laughs> uh, if they start Joe Milton, they will finish in the bottom half of the SEC. They might. So if, if that's their starter week one or whatever, they're going to finish in the bottom half of the SEC. That, sounds like, a, that sounds like a bet for you, Hollywood. No, I'm out. He doesn't have the car. He doesn't oh have the God. Maybe You're you the Tennessee should, fan. Maybe you should make it there, ODU. <laughs> <laughs> ODU sucks. Hayden Wolf sucks. We wish we had Joe Milton. Yeah. Well, maybe next year he will. <laughs> After he flames out at Tennessee again, he goes to his third school. No, he'll have to leave that. This is his last year of eligibility, so he'll be done after Who this even year. knows how much? I mean, this kid here, freaking Peely's been in college since 2016. I'm, I'm well, no. He graduated high school in 2016. Okay, I'm, yeah, I'm but he very sure. likely because he went to BYU, he probably went and served his Mormon mission. Okay, so I mean, 2017, 18, so he's got 19, 20, 21, 22. None of that stuff beforehand counts. I mean, he's like 46 years old. He's older than me. <laughs> and Tennessee's contemplating starting him at linebacker, and that's news to Hollywood. Well, he's he's gonna start. They're gonna start him at linebacker. They don't oh have my, that's else. bad. That's just bad. Tennessee's taking steps back this year. They're Hollywood. Sorry, man. We'll still be 10 steps ahead of them Cornhuskers. Nah. Nah. Y'all should fall down. You're never going to get back. No, no, no. You should bet on who has the better record, Tennessee or Nebraska. Well, not this year. Nebraska's in the rebuild. I, I bet on 2024 right now. Well, you just said Tennessee's going to be in the bottom half. Well, yeah, Nebraska's like, what, what's Nebraska doing? They blow up their whole team. It's not even like. Why are you instigating shit over there, fucking ODU? <laughs> I mean, ODU can't even be in the top half of the fucking Sun Belt. Yeah, they suck. <laughs> they play it. Oh, come on, man. quarterback. We have a terrible quarterback. That's the problem. <laughs> Who cares? It's the Sun Belt. I can get their quarterback in the Sun Belt. You should finish in the top half. Hey, our quarterback's old as shit too. This is his fifth year. So you're saying I'm old as shit? Our quarterback is. <laughs> oh my gosh. Go on to this Jeremiah Jean Baptiste guy. Sounds like a freaking like villain for hey, the Claude Van Damme movie. I told you, I looked in the. There wasn't much portal news. Is he is he related to Javante from Notre Dame? 
Not that I saw, but I wasn't looking very hard. Well, let's see. But yeah, he's a three-star, four years at UCF, 35 games, 152 tackles, 97 solos, and 14 TFLs. So back-to-back uh, -back 50 tackle seasons. So we'll see what he does at Ole Miss. Might be worth a late flyer if you need help one week or something. He's not worth anything. Late flyer, no flyer. I mean, 50 tackles, freaking American Conference, who gives a shit? Hey, teams run, they run like 200 plays of games in there. So, like, that's all I get. Like, I mean, that's just terrible. It's like a quarter. That's like 25 in the SEC. Exactly. Go on to your next guy. Yeah, I don't see anything no. that says they're, the two are related. Yeah, I didn't see anything either. So, I'm just going to finish out because I'm done listening to him. Safety. <laughs> Antavius Lane, North Carolina from you Georgia skipped, State. You skipped Marshall. You skipped Trez on Marshall. Trez Men. Yeah. Yeah, I said I'm skipping right on. Yeah. You're <laughs> listening to me. Whatever. I'm done listening to you. So you're jumping Justice to my boy. My boy Hit Stick Lane. <laughs> Hit Stick Lane. That's his name. Hit Stick Lane. I, I just mentioned him. You think I come here to Why make stuff you? up? Come on. Oh, Jesus. You can kick me out. You're going, Justice. <laughs> I had the Big 12 and the Pac-12. Um, this probably, of, of the three, I'd say these are probably the most impactful, I think, from a fantasy standpoint. Um, linebacker David Ogwegbu. He is going from Oklahoma to Houston. He was a four-star, number 25 defensive end, the class of 2019. Played four years at Oklahoma, 46 games, 208 total tackles, 109 this past season, four sacks, two this past season, 16 TFLs, interception, interception and pass breakups. Um, so he's staying in the conference, right, with Houston moving up to the to the um, Big 12. I'm, I'm not quite sure. It just seems odd, right, that he would go leave Oklahoma unless Not Oklahoma. Really. I mean, he well, wasn't he wasn't going to play behind Kanak uh, and uh, uh, what the hell's my other dude's name? Oh, Stutzman. Yeah, you know, so maybe maybe that's the case, right? That's the only, that's the only thing that makes sense. May, they maybe he's me. thinking, he, you know, it, maybe he would, he probably would have been like cast as an edge there, and I don't know if he's really an edge guy. So, um, you know, well, he, he did have a hundred tackles for him last year, but. No, they, well, Oklahoma's defense was fucking chop shit. So, <laughs> I mean, they probably had seven guys with 100 tackles last year. Um, yeah, I mean, that's got to be it. That's the only thing that really makes sense why he'd go from Oklahoma. Yeah, to but, I mean, he wasn't going to play. Like, Kanak's a freaking stud. I love that kid at Oklahoma. I think he's, like, he's the guy. You know, I like Stutzman, too, a lot. But Kanak's different. Kanak's the I, – I think I say it. It's K-N-A-K. Am I saying his name right? If not – yeah, I think so. That's how I'm saying it. So, but <laughs> I kind of, I kind of get it. I don't know if I mean Houston is a landing spot. Maybe that's, I don't know where he's from. If he's from Texas and stuff like that, maybe that's why he went back there or whatever. But um, kind of a recruit that never really, I suppose, panned out for what they uh, wanted or intended there for him, right? So, so next um, is Justin Jacobs. He's going from Iowa to Oregon. Um, 
again, I, I mean, he would have played at Iowa, but he's maybe he's a, get more notoriety in Oregon. I don't know. I mean, Oregon needs linebackers too. He was a four-star number 16 outside linebacker in the class of 19. He played three years at Iowa, 19 games, 63 total tackles with a high of 53 in 2021, one and a half TFLs, one interception, three passes defended in a forced fumble. Um, he was supposed to be a breakout star for Iowa last year, but he was injured most of the year. He injured his uh, leg in week one, and then he came back in week four only to re-aggravate the injury, and then he had season-ending surgery. Um I mean, I think uh, he's someone that can be productive for fantasy purposes and possibly even on the next level, right? I mean, at least he was pre-injury, someone that was getting some NFL draft buzz. I don't know. This tra- like this transfer just, like, sours me on him. You know, I think he had a chance last year to break out, and, yeah, Grady got hurt. But then now he's, like, you know, that linebacker room was open at Iowa. You know, I know they right. took Nick Jackson as a transfer, but he leaves. I mean, whatever. I mean, I just – I don't necessarily understand what he's doing and think that it's a betterment for anything. To me, it kind of makes him a uh, – I'm just going to cross him off any of my lists I have almost. Well, and I don't think like Nick Jackson necessarily would have affected Jacobs. I don't think Jacobs is a – They're a different well, position. Right. I mean, They're different yeah, types of linebackers. You know, but he – I mean, he had an opportunity there. I mean, there's a clear path for whatever, I think, sure. with all the guys yep. that left and stuff, and he just – elected to go somewhere else, you know, maybe he thought a, a restart was uh good, but I mean, now he's a fifth year guy going to a new school. And I mean, that kind of loses a lot of uh luster to me. All right. The next guy uh, came from Oregon is linebacker, Justin Flo going to Arizona. He was a five-star. He was the number one inside linebacker, number six overall in the class of 2020. He was at Oregon for three years, but he only played in 12 games. He had 50 total tackles, 35 of them last season, three-and-a-half TFLs and one forced fumble. He only played in two games his first two years. He had a knee injury in 2020 and a foot injury in 2021. Um, He came in – did him and Sewell come together? Yep. I think so, yeah. And, like, you know, they were supposed to – be the end-all, be-all, and neither one of them really did a whole lot. You guys, I mean, maybe maybe a new – maybe he'll get a fresh start and he'll do something in Arizona. He's always been hurt. I, I think that's the biggest thing, and, you know, but I don't – I mean, I suppose there's lots of room for opportunities in Arizona. Maybe he'll flash and show. I don't know if that's necessarily a program you go to showcase your desirability for the next level. I mean, his, he, can, he can improve upon his stats because their defense and Arizona's defense isn't very good. So, yeah, it's yep. downright shitty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next is Choppy's guy from last season that he mentioned in our conference preview is linebacker Mason Cobb. He's going from Oklahoma State to USC. He's a three star, number 57 inside linebacker in the class of 2020. He played three years at Oklahoma State, played in 20 games, 106 total tackles, 96 of them last year, three sacks, two of them last year, 16 TFLs, 13 last year, one interception, one uh, pass breakup, and one forced fumble. He 
like you know, Chop called it during the uh, conference previews here that we did last last summer. You know, he kind of he broke out for Oklahoma State. He was the man, and now he's off to USC, which is a, another terrible defense. Needs a lot of help. Yeah, I don't really get that transfer. I guess like I just it doesn't make any sense. Like I don't necessarily think he's helping his NFL chances to move into USC and. He's just going to a new team, and I don't know if it's – I don't get it, but I guess – It could be NIL, right? Maybe he's getting some NIL maybe, money. Yeah, to help keep that uh, afro going as possible. <laughs> this, man, it's uh, like big. Have you ever seen it? Like you should check out – like yeah. Google Mason Cobb afro, man. That, that stuff is on point. Top. That, I mean, that's like a top five hairdo in college football right now. So – All right, moving on to safety. Evan Williams going from Fresno State to Oregon. He was not ranked in the class of 2018. He played four years at Fresno State, played in 33 games, 226 total tackles, uh, 90 of them in 2021, one sack, 11 TFLs, four interceptions, 12 passes defended, three fumble recoveries, and three forced fumbles. Um, He's... For um, college IDP leagues, he's someone that's been pretty productive there at Fresno State. So it'll be interesting to see if he can, you know, keep that production going at Oregon. And when I say he's been productive, he was he was injured quite a bit last year. But if he can wow. stay injury, if he can, you know, st- stay healthy, then uh, be interesting to see with the step up in competition what he can do at Oregon. Certainly help his draft stock. Yeah, when he's healthy, he's about as good as anybody in the country. Um, a lot of people don't get to see him because he plays on the West Coast, right? Fresno State, so you, a lot of people don't watch that late those late games. But, man, if it wasn't for him, they would have got blown out a lot more, a lot worse than they did at times. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see if he can do the same thing at Oregon. And if he can, that's a big get for them, right, because they're losing Gonzalez this year. Not that he's going to play corner, but, you know, it'll give them somebody in the secondary to replace some of that impact play. So, yeah. We'll see what he can do. Next is a uh, – he's been a favorite of mine, but the guy who just can't stay healthy is Jalen Catalan. He's going from Arkansas to Texas. He was a four-star recruit, number 26 safety in the class of 2019. He played four years at Arkansas, 18 games, 159 total tackles, 99 of those in 2020. Three and a half tackles for loss, five interceptions, one interception return for a touchdown, nine – Nine pass breakups, a fumble recovery, and three forced fumbles. He played six games in uh, 2021, then injured his shoulder and missed the rest of the season. And then in 2022, he played in one game um, and re-injured that same shoulder and had um, season-ending surgery. He was a freshman All-American in 2020, but he hasn't really played since then. So the, the key to him is can he stay healthy? Yeah, he's shown when he's healthy, he can play. So that's just been the thing. He's he's not been there. Yeah. So um, well, I, I don't get the move. Like, does a change of scenery thing necessarily going to make him healthier or something? Like, I don't know. It doesn't right. make uh, you know. Because I, I think there's opp- there's opportunity in Arkansas as a uh, yeah, SEC defensive backfield and stuff like too. You know, maybe he thinks he can flash more at Texas. You know, maybe not go against the competition necessarily, but. I don't know. I just think right. he 
you know, it, unfortunately, like some players, their, you know, bodies and makeup aren't made for like the higher levels, right? You just kind of wonder if that's not him with all the injuries he's sustained over the last couple of years. So, next up is the guy that was a freshman All American this past season. He is moving from New Mexico to Houston, and that's uh, safety AJ Halsey. He was a three-star, number 144 safety in the class of 2022. He played one season for New Mexico, played 12 games, 87 total tackles. He did have 24 of those in the game against Fresno State. He had three tackles for loss, two interceptions, three three pass breakups, one fumble recovery, and two forced fumbles. And as I mentioned, he was a freshman All-American in uh, 2022, someone that really broke out, kind of came out of nowhere. He had that huge game against Fresno State. So now he's he's moving up quite a bit in competition. Yeah, well, is he? He's moving, he's, to, uh, everybody thinks he's moving to Houston. He's playing in the, AAC, the American Conference this year, right? No, Big 12. Are they in the Big 12 this year? All right. Yeah, well, they're in the Big 12. Then, I mean, I think he'll, he can transition fine and, you know, play at that. I mean, he's like – he's a big safety. I mean, the – you know, based on his recruiting stuff, I mean, I think he's like 5'11", like 220 or something like that. He's, I mean, he's a physical kid. I, I think he'll be, you know, just fine as kind of a uh, a box linebacker for for Houston heading out. I mean, I don't know athletically, who knows, I guess. But he might his, his future might wind up being a – he lines up as a linebacker for him. It might be a better fit for him long term, you know. Well, so many teams yeah. are playing, you know, like a, a four two five now or three three five or whatever. The yeah. number is. I mean, there's always five out there, but I think he could be. But he might he might wind up being a part of the two or the three, you know, because like I said, he's a, you know, right. he's, he's pretty. I mean, two twenty for a linebacker or for a safety. I mean, that's it's pretty good size. I mean, there aren't, there aren't many there are many NFL linebackers going around or NFL safeties going around at two twenty anymore. You know, so like I said, yeah. his his position might wind up being like a linebacker for him or something, which I think he could be a fine, uh, you know, in that aspect doing that for a team. So, all right, on to chop with the Big Ten and the Group of Five. Oh, that's so exciting on to me with the Big Ten and the Group of Five. So, <laughs> um, well, you probably got the single best one. Of all the transfer yeah. spots, I'd say you got the you got the one guy that's like bam. So, yeah. Rod Dilworth is going from uh, North Carolina to ECU. Is that the guy you're talking about? Nah, nope. Um, I like I actually kind of like that move. I think he's going to be uh, you know somebody for like uh, campus to camp league purposes or um, worth keeping an eye on because I mean I kind of thought he was the guy that was going to be in that linebacker rotation last year, but it turned out being a uh, gray and Taylor. No. Gray and, yeah. Not Taylor. Uh, who's the other guy's name? Eccles. 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 You know, and so, but I, I think Delworth can play and I think uh, he's using me a good fit for him. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's a, uh, you know, I think he's a good get in those leagues like that. The other one I got for the group of five is uh J.D. JD Coffee. I, I want to say he was a four-star recruit or maybe five. I don't know. Whoever formatted my shit cut that out of there for me. Um, 
but he's going from uh, Texas to San Diego State. I could see him fitting in well at San Diego State the way they play defense and things. So did did they lose McMorris? Wasn't Patrick McMorris there? I, I think he was a senior. He graduate. He doesn't even matter if they graduate anymore. They can stay in college for seventeen years. It used to be simple. It was four or five. Now it's like anywhere between four and twelve. It's like we're on the freaking curve to get through like kindergarten in Tennessee. You can do it for four years or 12 years. No, I mean, Morris is still there. He's, a, he's a senior. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He's a super senior. He's on his one, two. So he's using his COVID year. His COVID year. So he's 36. <laughs> um, so that was, that, that was kind of it that I had for the group of five. For the Big Ten, um, I got Ernest Houseman going from Nebraska to Michigan. He was only a three-star recruit. I th- if you watched Nebraska last year, I think he was obviously underrated by the uh, the so-called experts. I thought he played really well, and I think he's a good get for Michigan. I think uh, maybe not this year with Colson there, but I could see him being the transition to uh, from Colson after this year here. So I, I really like uh, I really like Houseman. I know uh, Mich- the Michigan guy. Michigan fans are really excited about him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know where he fits in this year. I think that's going to be the trick, but I think uh, I like him. He's a, he's a hell of a fucking football player. Uh, the other guy's Nick Jackson went from Virginia, where he had a long kind of uh, – he's been there for a while, and he's had a pretty successful career there, but he's going to Iowa. Um, to, it to should fill. be easy 100 tackles there, wouldn't you think? Well, I th- yeah, I think he's going to fill that role that Campbell had and various guys before him and stuff. And um yeah, I mean, you could probably pencil him in for 10 tackles a game kind of stuff. I don't know if he's a – I don't know if – I mean, I still don't know if he's an NFL player, but I think he's going to fit it well and he's going to scheme well for him and he's going to, you know, kind of be the focus or the, you know, the center point of that defense for what they're doing this year here. So, I mean, I think from a fantasy standpoint, he's the number one guy for – for from a transfer portal perspective. Yeah. 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 Either him or Jeremiah Jean Baptiste. Those are my top two. Who? <laughs> oh man. Or is it Jeremiah Jean Baptiste? Does he prefer the Jean Juan? He's on your fucking list, Hollywood. Don't who me. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, did you delete him? You should. No, they're still there. Um, mine ain't all the brat booger green you got going on here. I kind of like that. I just like it. it was all yellow before. Kind of reminded me I had to go take a pee. Um, <laughs> next is uh, I got a safety, Jihad Carter from uh, Syracuse going to Ohio State. Um, they got some room in their uh, defensive backfield there with Hickman going on to the NFL and. Um, they lost another guy too, right? Yeah, I can't remember his name, but yeah. So I, th- I, I, I can see Bill Carter, Banks, isn't it? Who? Uh, Cam Brown. Cam Brown, yeah, that's who it was. So, uh, you know, I can see him phoning in there, getting some reps and stuff like that. I mean, I don't know. Is that necessarily going to help his like draft stock or anything like that? I don't know. I mean, I, going to Ohio State and playing well there is never going to hurt you. So I think he'll be good there, and then. Uh, Avante Williams going from uh, – he was like 
I know here it says four star, but I think a lot some services have it as a five star recruit, if I'm not mistaken. Um, going from Miami to Maryland, so I mean Maryland kind of strikes it again with, uh, you know, they're kind of big on getting former four and five star recruits that uh, didn't do anything, and they put well, them in guess, their program, and then they really don't do anything there either. So, I guess with Cam Kinchins uh, kind of breaking out last season. That was kind of his his signal to say, I got to get the heck out of Dodge. Yeah, there, I, I don't think there's room there. They got two pretty good safeties coming back. And so I think he's, you know, if he wants reps or whatever, and I don't, you know, so he went up to Maryland where, I mean, I think anybody can show up there and play. So maybe it'll work out for him. But, yeah, he, I mean, he's a huge recruit. Maybe he'll do things there. So, but, yeah, that was kind of it for the group five and big ten. It wasn't necessarily a, you know – whole lot of sexiness out of it. I think the thing about the transfer portal that hopefully people realize is that these guys didn't really pan out at their previous school for the most part, unless they're going from a G5 to a a power five school. You know, a lot of times there's guys that, you know, are, are they necessarily making their situation better? And a lot of them aren't, you know, they're just kind of looking for a chance to play and maybe they're just not good enough though. So. Right. And there's still quite a few guys that haven't decided where they want to go. And then, of course, you got another – the transfer portal opens again in, in May. So, there will be more guys transferring over the summer. Yeah, especially once we see how spring games go a little bit. I think that's going to be one of the key things, right? Yeah. The, well, guys will see – they'll, yeah, they'll, the, pecking order. the pecking order will be established and they'll be getting the heck out of Dodge. They don't like yeah. it. Well, I think a lot of those coaches. This though, guy and this guy, and I've only got one year left, so let me go here. And, and a lot of coaches though, are smart enough to realize that, though. Like, I think if they view a guy on their, you know, their two or three deep, I mean, I think they're being careful with how reps are distributed in spring game because they are in spring practice, even because right. they know, you know, we don't really, we know this guy isn't going to start for us, but we don't want him to leave either. We don't want him to know he's not going to start for yeah, us. Yeah, I mean, right. so. Yeah. You know, now it's kind of like uh, preseason NFL almost, you know, where teams aren't really showing anybody anything, you know, and I don't, and I think that's what the coaches and staffs are there doing too, you know, and I mean, you'd hope they'd be honest with the player, but they're not. I mean, they'd rather, you know, if you can keep a guy there as your backup safety when he can start for half a Division One football, I mean, that's a get, right? So, yeah. They want to keep the depth. Well, they almost have to, right? Can't like a camp body in a way. They got to have a full. Well, you roster. can't, right? You, 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 someone's, you know, injuries, all that stuff, right? You want, you want to, you want to, you need, you're going to need to have depth. So, well, you just don't. It. Sometimes you don't want to transfer. Cause, I mean, what if like it's in conference and stuff like that? You know, you don't want a guy that, you know, you deemed wasn't your starter, but he goes out and he picks off that pass at the end of the fourth quarter. That's Beat fucking. You detrimental to your, your yep. team you know so i just the uh you know the whole spring thing i mean i i don't know like i mean i think is there some validity in it yeah but i mean like it's a fucking sham too i mean coaches are smart they're not yep. you know they're not just going to play who they want to be their starters week one i mean they, they realize they got to stroke egos yeah if they don't they're dumb as shit and they're fucking coaching tennessee <laughs> yeah. 
Coach him right to eleven win season. Bobby Hill. One eleven win season. He's, he's a grown up Bobby Hill. And grown up Bobby Hill. Back. We had an eleven win season <laughs> once under fucking Solich too. Mutt. <laughs> yeah, but that was in like seventy three. Two thousands, their ass hat. I think next week's episode should just be chopping in Hollywood, just fighting for an hour. Well, it is going to be. I mean, with what we're going to talk about, isn't that what's going to happen? Probably not. I don't know. What are we talking about? Talk about the draft, the oh, yeah. uh, the DWC IDP only draft that's that's going on now before the NFL draft. Oh yeah, the rookie draft. So we could talk about all those awesome picks that Hollywood made. I was just throwing darts blindfolded. Well, do you? Sometimes I don't even think you hit the dartboard, though. Well, that's the process you play when you play blindfolded. <laughs> you weren't even throwing darts blindfolded. You're throwing darts like you're just like asking for punishment on some of your picks. I think you just you just like the reaction from us. Yeah, because I care what you say. You do, Hollywood. I know you go to sleep every night crying because you think like you disappointed Chop. Who? I think yeah. I think him and Perma are trying to see who can draft the most obscure person. I can like be with that. Like it's a contest between them two. I got obscure guys, my next pick. That'll be the winner. I picked my obscure guys, and they're not that obscure. So, I'll pick a Division One guy, NAI. NAI, you just go straight Juco. <laughs> Sit down and watch the last episode of freaking uh, what was it called? What's the? It's not Hard Knocks. What's the damn thing on Netflix? You. Yeah, Last Chance You. Go find yourself a Last Chance You guy, Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, I got a list for that. A guy from East Mississippi Community College. But they, like, switched to basketball for their last two seasons. Like, what the hell? What's that all about? Yeah, I don't know. The football ones were pretty good. I didn't watch the basketball ones. Do we have any, like, listeners' questions or listeners quit listening? I don't know that they started. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably smart. It's probably good that they didn't. (laughs) <laughs> We're no, all better for not listening to this fucking shit. No, no, no. I don't now. Maybe maybe Chop knows these guys. What was Sal was asking about these two high school, these two kids that were freshmen last year? Do you remember who they were, uh, Hollywood? Uh, one was uh, one. Was, I know one was from Michigan. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, because I think he asked uh, Kyle. About so Kyle, it. Kyle talked about the Michigan guy. Okay, it was Jimmy Rolder from Michigan and TJ Dudley from Clemson. You know anything about them, Chop? Jimmy Rolder? Jimmy Rolder, linebacker from Michigan, and TJ Dudley for Clemson. They were both uh, freshmen in 2022. Well, I mean, if they're freshmen at freaking. Uh... Michigan and Clemson, I probably wouldn't throw it out the window based on them not doing anything as freshmen. Um, 
I think Roller will play some. He's like, uh, I don't know. Like, he's, he's a weird guy, right? Like, I think if he goes to the right team and, like, he'll probably have a couple decent college years. But if he goes to the right team in the NFL, he's kind of like a almost like an Alex Singleton or something like that. Like, he fits in the right scheme. Maybe he'll do something. But he's kind of a guy that could be irrelevant for a lot of teams, right? Um, right. You know, I just – I don't know if uh, – I mean, it's hard to say. Like, I think he'll at some point have a have a year. I don't know if it's this year because I think they got they got some talent returning at linebacker and stuff. They got and, Colson and uh, Hausman. Yeah, so I don't think he's going to play a lot this year. But I could see after Colson leaves, maybe he comes their, you know, their middle guy or whatever. So um, I don't hate him. I mean, it, it all depends on the depth of the league and what you're looking for. To me, so yeah, you think this was. Right uh, it's this is for NFL potential because it was a it was a Devi only league. Um, was- I mean, late like I don't know. I mean, like I said, he'll probably find his way in there, and I think if he he goes to that that right situation, right? Like I think that you know I, some teams are fine with like an Alex Singleton at linebacker, right? Sure. You know, and but other teams aren't. You know, so I, I, I he, it's hard to project, I guess. I mean, I would, if it's late enough and it's cheap enough and I can, like, I have enough roster spots, yeah, sure, I'll fucking throw them on my roster and wait and see. But I probably wouldn't be overly optimistic about what it'll happen. So who's the other guy? TJ Dudley. He was a four star uh, Clemson, number 22 linebacker last year's class. I don't know anything about him. I don't, I don't either. Um, he's six one two thirty. I actually like Dudley. I think Dudley has more like traits that fit what they're looking for in the modern day linebacker in the NFL. So he'd be someone I'd be a little more, a little more excited about. I mean, again, he's stepping into a pretty deep, uh, linebacker room. So it's going to take a little bit to show their, they're worth, I guess, but yeah, I don't, I would, I would hold, I mean, again, depending on where you're taking them and how deep it is, I don't, I don't, I would prefer Dudley over, uh, I can't remember if the guy's Rodder. Rodder. Yeah, I, you know, but I, I think he, he kind of checks more NFL boxes for me as far as, uh, you know, what I know right now. So. Cool. Well, I guess that does it for now. If we don't have any more questions, I don't have any. So, you guys are um, pulling out fucking D- DJ Dudley on me and DJ Dudley, Joe Romper, hey, whatever. But you, you knew who they were. Like I didn't know who they were. I, I didn't, didn't know either. anything about either. Well, one. I'd heard of Roller, but Dudley, I had no clue on that. I was like, okay. I actually, I prefer Dudley just because I think he's got a with Simpson gone. I think he's got a better chance to like step into something this year and you can kind of see what he's, what he is where I don't know if you see that with the uh, Michigan kid. So. Fair enough. All righty. That does it for this week. Why are you trying to, I feel like you're trying to shut me off Hollywood. Hey, the floor is yours. Talk all you want, bud. We got all the time in the world. Are you actually recording now? Did you already- <laughs> he did the yeah. word button this time. Or did you already shut it off? You already shut it off. So no, I'm just playing. So 
Good episode, guys. I appreciate it. We were better than last week because last week we were more energy than last week. A little more excitement. Last week we sucked. We'll be honest. If you watched us last week, bless you. And you never watch us again, I really don't fucking blame you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty horrible last week. Ain't gonna lie. But uh, just no good information, but no energy. Pound, no, I don't know if it was good, good information or not. Pound for pound, we suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Wherever you listen to the podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe. Over on YouTube, subscribe. You can follow me at Hollywood Titan. You can follow Justice at Justice underscore 2318. You can find, uh, follow Choppy at Choppin underscore KC. Uh, follow us at WIP Grind. And you can find us anywhere. Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, YouTube, YouTube, iHeartRadio, so all that good stuff. Please give us a follow, and we will see you next week. Peace.